everybody. Welcome to After the Checkers with Kyle Hall. We have a very cool non-racer as a guest. This uh, well, kind of a non-racer. He was a racer for just a just a literally a minute. Um, uh, and uh, and now he's he's the videotape guy. He's he's the guy that brings you all the DRC uh, for for Princeton Speedway for uh, Granite City Speedway. You're my cameraman now. Um, and then Arlington Speedway. Are you doing anywhere else, Carter? Oh, uh, yeah. Actually, I'm going up to Ashland on this Thursday, and we're getting a hotel up for this whole weekend, and we're just – I'm going up north for, for the first time. I've never been up there. Nice. Gondick, Ashland, uh, Bemidji. I've never been up there, so it's going to be a lot of fun. That's going to – yeah, it is going to be fun. So I, I should introduce you, Carter A-Strike. Um, uh, young fella, like, tell us, tell us about you. I know you just graduated from high school. Yeah, I, I'm 18. I just graduated. Like, like you just said, I'm not planning on going to some special college. That's like a four-year college. I'm just going to try and get a couple of generals done in, in marketing and like videography and cinematography and a little bit Perfect. of video editing stuff, but not planning on doing the whole big college experience yeah where where is that at where are you going to school in Elk Ridge. and yeah just down because you you live in Elk River right mm -hmm. yep so you're you're literally just going is that 20 minutes from home not 15, even 15 minute drive I'm staying at home I'm not not moving out or anything it's gonna be nice and cheap I get to learn I'm doing a lot of my learning from uh Derby Central and the guys there and just walking around teaching right. myself practical real world stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. You, can't, you yeah. can't teach what I see at the track at school, so uh, I'm very appreciative for the community. Yeah, yeah, no, it's awesome. So, so let's talk about the video stuff. Where, um, actually, let's talk about the racing stuff first, because you, your dad, obviously, is Justin A Strike, 46, modified guy, beautiful cars, great driver, Mister Popular, great guy. Um, I told you we weren't going to talk about your dad, but like I also told you, we go in tangents. So. Um, uh, you raced for just a, just a split second in a mod four, right? Yeah. I raced two races. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, a split second. So, mm -hmm. and, and, and why, why did you not carry that further? Is it, you just hated it or is it what, why, why aren't you a race car driver instead of a video guy? Uh, honestly, I don't know. I, I really love the go-karts. I just, I did the go-karts for four or five years. And um, when I got to that mod four, it was just kind of, I was kind of burnt out of racing for a while, to be honest. Cause I mean, we were going all Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, racing right. modified. So I was a little bit burnt out from just going to the track and working on cars and it was super stressful and you had to get it done. I was just, I don't know, I was in school, you know? Right. I don't know. It just, it didn't work out at the time. I'm sure if you gave me a car right now, I'd have the time. Well, not with the video stuff, but. Not with the video stuff. You're a working I, man now. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it was a lot of fun though. It was just, for me, it wasn't worth the work. Just brief. Yeah, no, that's fine. It, like that, the world needs videographers, man. Like that is, thank God you're doing this. And so, okay. So let's talk about that. Where, where did the transition, like, how did you get excited about because you're excited like I I've had lots of camera guys and girls over my announcing career um and you are the most excited about it for sure and so um where does that excitement come from like where where how did you get like the desire to be the video guy 
So it literally all, okay. So it's kind of started last summer uh, at my sister's, instead of a grad party, we just go on a vacation anywhere we want. We don't have grad parties. Uh, we went to North Carolina. My uncle lives in North Carolina. He's got two nice jet skis. We're going to go jet skiing in the ocean. Super nice trip. He's like, oh, I'm going to bring this drone. I've never heard of drones until then. I, I started flying the drone and there, he, he didn't know how to fly it. He bought it. It was like two grand. He didn't know how to fly it. So he gave it to me. I'd never even heard of drones. Never even thought about it. I figured it out. I was all proud of myself. You know, yay. I uh, started flying around. I got a couple of cool shots with it. I was like, dang, this is pretty cool. As soon as I got home, I told my mom, because I didn't have a debit card or an Amazon account at the time. I wasn't even working. And I was like, I had like 700 bucks in my savings account. And as soon as we got home, I'm like, mom, buy this drone. I'll pay you back. I'll go to the bank. I never have ever done any money bank stuff ever. And I bought a drone for 500 bucks. And I flew that everywhere. I, I mean, dude, we go to Walmart and I'm taking shots over Walmart. It was amazing. And it was winter. So in the store, got, you flew the drone in the store? No, like it was up on the roof. And stuff okay. Like okay. Yeah. But I went to school. I would get to school 30 minutes before school started. I hated school. I, I dreaded going to school every day. I would go to school 30 minutes before, sit in the parking lot, open up my sunroof, fly the drone up, get some sunset, sunset shots of the football stadium because I was really passionate about football. And I was just like, dang, this is pretty cool. But the video stuff started when, with the drone, didn't even own a, I didn't even own a camera. It was purely the drone. Sure. And we would take a four-wheeler on the lake. And there was two of them. And we would just rip laps of this made-up track. Yeah. Just whatever. And the, the burn would be like this tall. And, I mean, it was sick. You'd slide in the corner, boom, big thing of snow and i'm like dad i'm gonna chase you with the drone i'm gonna get some pretty cool shots with the drone and i'm like i'm gonna video and god that was so fun that was the most fun i think i've ever had like that's where it all started it clicked i i went to my phone i didn't have a laptop or any software for editing videos i got an app on my phone for free made a couple of videos and i was just glued to my phone i'm like dude i I just want to edit like, the, like, this is so, this is a video game. I'm like, it's a video game flying it. It's a video game editing. Yeah. And I mean, I was posting on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. They were, they sucked. They sucked. It was, <laughs> it was corny graphics, corny everything. It just sucked. But it was amazing to me. I was just like, I'm able to have like an idea in my head. And like, put it out to other people. Make it out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was and it was literally the same shot over and over. It was just like, oh, swooping by the four-wheeler, swooping by the four-wheeler, swooping by the four-wheeler. But it, that's all right, though. If they're cool, they're cool. And that's, it's fun to hear your, like, you can, people can hear the excitement in your voice that it's, that you're passionate about it, which is awesome. And so it's, and I love watching your videos, like your little sort of hype videos, one minute or two minute long little clips that you're, that you're putting together for this track or that track. Those are, I love watching those things. And I think everybody loves watching those. Like they're just, they're super fun. So um, the, the only, the only sort of complaint or, or uh, criticism that I have is, is more announcers voice in the videos is very much needed. And so um, that's a joke. That's, 
it's it's yeah more announcer's voice would be cool so um <laughs> or i i have this deal of uh a guy i love football as well and they always have a camera on paul allen like the the radio voice of the vikings and yeah. when he gets all excited they'll yeah. go to that camera and he and he doesn't know that it's on and so he's like ah! you know doing those things i've always wondered what i look like when i'm announcing so that would be fun to put a gopro on me and then never publish it. That would be great to not publish you, that. You ask um, some of the people that work at DRC with me or some of the people that I'm around whenever I'm shooting or whatever. Um, that's something that I've always wanted to do. I'm always asking like, hey, I got a GoPro, you know, like, is it that big of a deal to like go into the announcer's booth and just set it up in a corner? Yeah, you, know? you, you can bring it in mine anytime. Like, it just just don't tell them. Just set it up don't there. tell them. Yeah, like yeah. I've always thought about that. That would be a really, it's all about the angles and trying to get like the people, the announcer, the pits, the drivers, the pit crew. Yeah, yeah. Gotta include them all. So, handed shots, that. like where, where people don't know what they're doing is being recorded. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, so where do you, like you're obviously you're, you're, you've been working, I'm using these terms, working because it's, it's, it's work, but it's fun as well. Like oh, it's it's yeah. super fun work. Um, you've just started this season for Dirt, Dirt Race Central, uh, kind of getting your feet wet. Ran with Ben or ran with John for a little bit, and and kind of like this is how we do it. This is how we do it. And now you're all on your own. Like you're out. You're, you know, three hours from home, locking your keys in your car, sleeping in in the car overnight, all that kind of stuff, and and having fun that way, getting adventures, doing, doing cool things. Where do you see yourself five years from now? What do you want to be doing? Is it still sitting in the grandstands videotaping races or is it, do you want to be behind the scenes doing the editing? What, what do you want to be doing? That's a hard question because I mean, I, I don't know. It's really what, like, whenever I have a creative spurts of something or whatever I want to do it, that kind of, that dictates my path you know I mean whether it's streaming or making commercials both of those are paths that are in my in my eyes right now that I'm yeah. looking forward to I don't know I don't know whether I want to be streaming like full-time like if I want to have like a camera and be streaming events yep or if I want to be making commercials or movies those are kind of like the three options that I'm looking at but it purely depends on like the next five years. It's not like I have a goal and I want to be there in five years. The next five years will pave that out. Sort of, sort of clears the path for whichever one you're doing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I have no clue to be honest. I mean, those three. Honestly, like, honestly, you're 18 years old. You don't have a clue about anything yet, let alone your career path 10 years from now. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, that's awesome. It's, it's, I love your, um, like I said, your passion and your energy, we, we talk behind your back all the time. Those of us that, that know you and, 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 and you work for, and I work for this show is for, we talk behind your back a lot. And, and, and everyone is like, man, he's got the energy, man. We just need to harness that down and get it directed like a laser and it's going to be awesome. And so yeah. it's, uh, uh, no, it's, it's pretty cool. The stuff that you're doing and the little hype things that, honestly, nobody else has time to do. And you have the time to do those little things. And they're freaking awesome. I, I am jealous of them. 
Yeah, I appreciate it. A, a yeah. lot of time goes into them. So, you know, whenever people, whenever I see like a milestone, whether it's a thousand views or 2000 views, every time somebody shares one of my posts, I always, I take time out of my day and I, I go through the list of shares and I appreciate all of them. You know, yeah. I've got a comment on all of them. I, I love the people that support me. It's, it's been yeah. amazing, especially no, with it, Arlington. Arlington is one of like the top places on my list right now. Like I'm gonna have to say it's like top two. I'm not gonna list the other one because that might offend some people, but <laughs> like it, it's I didn't even know it existed until this sure. year. Yeah. I didn't know it existed until February. I think it was like three days after my birthday, Ben texted me and he's like, I might pick up Arlington. I'm like, okay. What's then, that? Like, yeah. <laughs> then like Canada, like dude, <laughs> like, okay. So yeah, I I'm insanely lucky to have discovered those people. They're crazy about yeah, creating. Yeah. We're so tightly knit together with the community. It's, it's crazy. It's so amazing. Yeah. And when you, so you'll come across tracks like that. You and I chatted earlier that Saturday tracks tend to be those kinds of tracks because you don't have nowhere to be. Like you, you can just yeah. hang out and, and you can go until three in the morning and it doesn't matter. Uh, you don't have to like Sunday tracks. You, mm -hmm. you get done with your race, you load your stuff up and you're out of there because I got to be to work in the morning kind of thing. But Saturday, Friday and Saturday tracks, you can hang out and, and laugh and party and, and you don't have anywhere to be right away kind of a thing. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. It, yeah. Um, yeah. Now, well, I, they don't really party there. That's well, all right, though. Partying they, is different for different people. Doesn't mean you have to get tipped over drunk. They will hang out. I will say this about Arlington. I, it's like a two hour drive, right? From Elk River, Arlington. It's a two hour drive, whatever. I gotta, unload, I gotta dismantle all my camera stuff, put it in my car. Um, you know, races get done at 10 30. I get done taking down all my stuff at like 11, say, if I'm really yep. slow. Yep. Um, I'll go down to the pits to shoot some of those clips that, you know, what you see in my videos. Yeah. And, all of a sudden, I'll start talking to people from that track. There's like 10, 12 trailers, and they're all stock car drivers. I don't know if that makes a difference. Stock, it's weird. The stock <laughs> car drivers are so, you know. Together, yeah. Yeah. Looking out for each other. I've literally gotten home at like 4 in the morning because That's I just awesome. ended up talking to them. Right. It's insane. It's like, I don't even Or know. you don't have the keys to your car yeah no yeah. <laughs> well yeah that was bad that was really bad that yeah I, I mean that's an embarrassing story that so tell us you you did exactly what you just said the races got done you tore your camera stuff down went and put it in your car grabbed the grabbed the 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 camera went out to shut some as it's called b-roll like just yep. candid shots of cars rolling by or people loading stuff up or a conversation, a motor, so whatever it is, just weird stuff that becomes cool later on. Yep. And then, and then a half an hour later, you go back to your car and no keys. I don't, yeah. I put them in my bag, the side pouch, you know, every backpack has like a mesh side pouch on the yeah. side. And I'm like, okay, it's really tight. It's not gonna, it's not gonna get messed up. Fall out. It's not gonna, yeah, it's not gonna fall out. And I'm walking around. I mean, I'm like bending over and I'm crouching. And I didn't think of that. And I guess they just uh, hit a car with my backpack or something. And I don't know. I found them on the outside 
outside of like a seven foot tall fence. You that, did find them? Yeah. Nice. They were, they were on the outside of a fence that you, somebody had to throw it over, basically. Ah. And I'm like, dude, like, there's people that helped me look for them. Like, that one person that, like, found my keys and, like, threw them over the fence. It's like, really? <laughs> it's like, okay. Well, that's funny. And, but that night, I, I can I mean, it's like a story, you know. That's why that's why I'm so excited about it's the adventures going down the road. Everybody's got those yeah. like bad flat tire, hit a deer, goofy, bad stories. But I'm going to tracks that I've never been to, and that's kind of like a big thing for me. I yeah. went to Grand Rapids the first time this year, but getting away from that, when I slept in my car, I looked to, for my keys till like 2:30. There was a storm that rolled in at 3.30 and I left my windows open and I didn't have my keys to shut it. Oh, so I woke geez. up and I thought I peed myself because I woke up at like 5.30 and my pants are wet. And I'm like, dude, like for real? And I saw a bolt of lightning and I'm like, yes. Like, I didn't pee myself. <laughs> <laughs> I got one pair of pants. Nice. I one shot. That's like, nice. I, if I pee myself, it's over. That is a great story. See, those are great stories. Like that's like, as you're out on the road, you'll have all of those fun, you know, weird middle of the night stories, weird conversations, weird thoughts that you have while you're driving. There's it's those are the good times, man. So okay, so what what is the like your biggest challenge right now in in doing all of the stuff that you're doing? What is your, what's the biggest challenge to moving forward? Um, well, it depends on what you mean by challenge. If it means like for me personally like yeah yeah making, like making money like eventually what i want to start doing is making driver personalized videos where i sure. follow them around and make them a sick video it takes me a month or two because i have to run the stream and stuff It'd be really nice just make it really cheap and affordable so people can see what it's what it's about right and let my editing skills grow um but the thing is, is all the people that I want to do this with or all the people that talk to me, they all live like two hours away and I got to run the stream. And right. I'm like, and I'm running the stream Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So that's my biggest challenge. My biggest challenge is I, I want to make these personalized videos and I want to make these videos, but I mean, the stream comes first. I'm not sure. mad about it, but yeah. I got to do, I got to do like the actual work first, you know, I yeah. got to make sure that that's top priority. So. so as long as those drivers are at DRC tracks, you yep. can, you can go back and scour through all of the race video though. I can go through the footage on the tripod, but what, what the shots that I want are like, I want to go to some shop. Stuff. Yeah. I want to go to their pole barn. I want to like, you know, yeah. then putting on their gloves, you know, and then boom, flash transition track. Cool. Exactly. But, but you can't do that with just a tripod. So no, for sure not. Uh, it really comes down yeah. just to the I can't do anything outside of Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but I do what I can do. I do my best. Right. To try and learn yeah. Something. But well, keep after it, man. Like the the passion is there. The ideas are flowing. My advice to you be write your ideas down because they're they're uh, like I don't you'll you'll want to take notes like you just That's pages and pages of notes because your ideas if you're anything like me the ideas are in and the ideas are out just yep. as fast as they came in and so uh you have to write stuff down or the other thing that i've found super useful when i'm driving is is my my truck has a button where i can send emails to myself while i'm driving 
And so I, I email myself while I'm driving to remind me that when I get in front of the computer again, to write that down. And so it's, um, uh, it, to me, it's super helpful just because like you, when you're driving, you can't necessarily take a notebook out and write anything down. You just yeah. email it to yourself and, and with your voice and away you go. So that's pretty smart. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, yeah. I, I haven't gotten to the point where I have ideas where I can get them on because, you know, a lot of my, the thing that people don't understand is a lot of my videos, they aren't planned out. I don't think to myself, I want this shot, this shot, this shot. I just walk around and get as much as I can before yeah. I have to put on the And then put it together. So just wait. Once I get once I get chances to plan stuff out, work work some projects out. You'll see Killer if stuff. I'm good at you'll see if I'm good or not. Yeah. Basically. No, I, I already know you're good, man. It's just a so, just a chance to to go at it. So where where does your creativity come from? Is that is that a mom dad thing? Or where where does that come from? I honestly, I'm not creative. I hated art class. I couldn't draw. I couldn't. I couldn't take pictures in photography. I, dude, I. The videos to me, I think it's because I don't know if it's a mom or dad thing. Probably more of a mom thing, because she likes to like design my room. Like she likes to do like a bunch of like house design. But for me, when I'm like shooting a video or not shooting, editing a video it's like it's all about telling a story you know sure everybody everybody whether it's comeback story whether it's an underdog story whether it's a story throughout the night what it, it's got to be a story yeah it can't just be a bunch of clips you know so that part's easy as long as you understand the marketing and how to like entertain people you don't really have to be that creative to be honest i mean it, i don't know like it all seems really creative to me like the way what you're just saying right there is the is there's different creativities like drawing a picture is creativity but writing a novel is creativity and editing a video so that it tells a story is creativity and and knowing where to put the camera to get the right shot is creativity like all of that is creativity so when you say you're not creative i disagree wholeheartedly um because it's it's your brain putting all of those things together whether whether there's a, a line a linear line of thought to put those together or whether it's just you know all of these different thoughts that are out in the air and they come together as one thing that's it's all creativity i mean yeah i guess if you put it that way but i i don't know you guys You'll see if I'm creative or not in the future, because right now, I'm not going to lie, a lot of my videos are kind of the same stuff, just written differently with different music. And so eventually I'll start, once I start getting on some projects and once I start planning yeah. some stuff out, you'll see if I'm creative. This you'll winter, I, th yeah. that'll be this winter once season's over and you're just going through just all of the hours and hours and hours of B-roll, putting stuff together, making it cool, doing like you're in recap videos for for banquets yeah. at at racetracks that you've been to cool stuff yeah i'm excited this winter i'm i might i don't know i got a couple ideas on my mind but i'm not too worried about this winter to be honest yeah no it's it's we got to worry about july august september first so oh yeah well very cool so we do a a, a thing on the show that i started here about two months ago called uh the dirt track word of the day uh, or word of the week. I, there's not a really cool name for it. So um, 
yours is going to be um, three wheeling. So I, I want you to explain to all of the people watching what is three wheeling. Three wheeling? Yeah. What? Yeah. As 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 opposed as so you obviously you know dirt track people have their own sort of lingo. Like there's yeah. there's there's the cushion, there's loose tight, um, you know, drive off, yeah. loose entry, tight up, like all, all of these different terms that outside of our our community our dirt track community people wouldn't know what those things are and so one of those things is three-wheeling so what what is now this is your dad's a modified driver here so you know what this is yeah, yeah. i i i'm not gonna lie i kind of forgot how how you do it how like adjustments you do i know it has yeah. a lot to do with the left rear but just basically when the left front pops up and you're not really using it and then, i mean it'll Sometimes it'll stall out, stop spinning. Just, yeah. It's really cool when that happens. I don't know. It is it, really cool when that happens. Three tires aren't always faster than four. Usually four is faster, but, yeah. you know, with prices, you might as well. <laughs> we got to save rubber. So we're going to get that left front up and not let that rubber touch the ground. Yeah. yeah. The, the one, as soon as you said three wheeling, what's actually funny is when I was at Princeton, one of the first times that I actually, um, recorded on the tripod by myself the dirt essential car you know the dirt essential b mine yeah um, i forgot who drives it it's cirques tim cirques right? yep tim so there was one night where he i don't think he did amazing in his heat like he struggled and then in the feature all of a sudden dude was popping a wheelie to the point where i don't even think he could even see and he passed like six cars and like yeah. just a couple of laps i'm like oh like I zoomed in on it and it's just like, this is crazy. Like it's three wheeling, you know, it's three wheeling. That's exactly yeah. what it is. So yeah, basically three wheeling is when you're exactly kind of what you just said is you, you get the suspension adjusted just right. So that all of the weight is on the right rear and it lifts the left front up and you, there's guys that'll make lap after lap and never let the front tire touch. Uh, other times they'll, they'll set it down just for a, just for a second entering like turn two or turn three, or I guess it'd be turn one or turn three. Um, and, and like you say, it stalls out. Like that's my favorite is when it, you know, they'll, they'll get it up in the air kind of in the middle of one and two, and you'll always be on the grandstands and on the back set, the, the wheel will just slow down and stop. Yeah. And it just stays there until they hit the ground and then goes fast again. So see, that's a shot. That's a video shot. If you can zoom in on that tire stopping, and then starting again, and then you can put that to music that stops and then starts with like a little bit of blur on the background. Yeah, I got a shot yeah, like yeah. that with Jay Kuba at that Thunder Hill show, which, by the way, that was insanely special. I have to say thank you to Matt Bull for inviting me over and a lot of photographers. That that Thunder Hill show, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Thunder yeah, Hill? yep. That was amazing. That if you didn't if you didn't tune in on DRC or whatever, I'm not even trying to like promote like. That was that was an amazing show. We're doing that again, I think, with the wing sprint cars. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Good the more great. the better. The more racing that we can put on DRC, the better Kyle likes it. So that's good. Right. Yeah. Okay, so that's three wheeling. The next segment of the show is called the uh, MTH um, Rapid Fire Question. So Minnesota Trek headquarters, a uh, bunch of different locations throughout Minnesota. Now the main one there in St. Cloud, go give those guys an opportunity to earn your business, a big new truck, a car, 
like it's called Minnesota truck headquarters, but they've got everything. You can go buy these big monster truck built up, super customized things, or you can just buy a, a, a grocery getter mom, soccer mom car and, and anywhere in between. So um, go give those guys a shot at earning your business at Minnesota truck headquarters. So MTH rapid fire questions. It's five questions, Carter, that may or may not have to do with racing. Um, and as I wrote these earlier today, not a one of them has anything to do with racing. Because you're you're not a racer. You're a video guy, right? So question number one, what are the two things that you can never eat for breakfast? Me personally. Anybody. What? Yeah. Uh, There's two things that can never be breakfast. And you got the answer. Or should I just? For sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to say pasta and... <laughs> that's a good answer it's got carbs no it's a bad answer uh, uh, pasta, no you can have pasta for breakfast you can't have lunch and you can't have dinner for breakfast like because they're different see these are dad jokes you would never understand because you're just a kid okay uh, well, what if i said supper yeah you can't have supper for breakfast because okay, it's there's breakfast three. there's three yeah so. <laughs> Okay, favorite all-time cartoon. Oh shoot! Um, I didn't really watch a whole lot of cartoons. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, Teen Titans. Teen Titans. Never heard of it, but we are definitely different generations, and so yeah, yeah. yeah Teen Titans. All right, that's a good one. Somebody will know what that is. Um, what is Carter A. Strike's biggest fear? Oh, you. People are gonna make fun of me for this one. It's crabs. Crazy. I like like crabs, crab and lobster. Yeah. Okay. For one, I hate seafood. Yeah, me too. Okay. Yeah. Um, no crabs and like lobsters. Well, lobsters are fine, but it's mainly crabs. It's just insane. It like because of their pincher things or what? I don't know. I just you're I afraid just, of them. I get the chills and like I won't run away from well yeah I think every normal person will run away from a crab if it starts running at them but I'm not just gonna like hide I don't know that normal but, people would <laughs> I think they would just step on him or something no I do I like I'll move my feet like I'm not gonna run away like a little girl like I just don't like them like yeah. it's not like I'm like absolutely horrified of them but yeah it's just crab. I like looking at them yeah. Like on a picture, it's just like, God, that's so gross. And then it's just like, it's kind of cool. But yeah, no, that's crap. funny. Yeah, people might make fun of you for that. So, okay. So this is, this is, this is an obvious answer, but you have to think about it. Okay. So what is it called when a cobra attacks? Like a snake. You know what I'm talking about when I say a cobra? <laughs> A strike. It's a strike. That's yeah. what it is called. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> I, I come up You're with that one myself. That? That's actually so smart, dude. Yeah, it is pretty good. Um, okay, so this is the, the last question in the rapid fire questions is always just a little bit deeper than the other four. And so I want Carter A strike to describe Carter A strike. Oh shoot. Dang, that's got it. <laughs> Um, like if I'm going to give myself like three words, I'm going to say like, I'm not hardworking. Well, that's not three words. I, for one, I'm not hardworking. I'm not hardworking. <laughs> I'm not hardworking unless if it's something that I'm deeply passionate about. 
like it it's not a good thing but it's one thing about me where it's just like if you give me like a if, if you give me a job at a construction site i'm not going to do it if you give me a if you give me a camera and 12 hours of footage to go through loving it yeah like yeah. i mean yeah i'm working hard but it's like yeah it's not like the work thing you, you need to, you need to feel connected i would say is maybe the right word yeah. connected to what you're doing i need to feel like i'm doing like doing yeah i need to just be doing something that i want so yeah yeah i'll do everything else but like i won't work insanely hard perfect but and then another thing real quick is just that i want to build the racing community as much as i can yeah I've, i mean and i love marketing i don't know why yeah. i just i will not stop thinking about ways to just whether it's to get more people to watch on the stream whether it's to buy t-shirts whether it's to get people in the in the bleachers for the right, race right it's the whole reason carter for this show is is exactly that is is right in the introduction it, the one of the things the little words that pop up if people watch the introduction is sport building and and i, I that's always been the goal and without much direction behind it the thought process has changed for for after the checkers the thought process has changed a little bit as far as how we're going to go about building the sport through this show. And so, and that'll, it'll kind of be revealed as we go forward here in the next months and years kind of thing of the show, but it's, um, it's a passion of mine too, because I, I'm deeply passionate about dirt track racing. I love, love, love it. And, and I want to see it continue and thrive even through rough financial times, which are, which are here now and coming worse um, I think we can still thrive and survive through all of that. And then when it, when things are really great on the other side of the rough water, it'll be even huger. And, and I hope in that I am able to do my part of that with, with the show here. So, okay. So that's pretty good. Well, well we both are on the same page. We just yeah. want the best for the dirt race trip or dirt racing community. Yeah. Yeah. I grew up this, this basically raised me my whole life. So I mean, yeah, I just yeah. Best. like we said, you so your your dad's number was 46 when he raced. And it was because when he started racing, his kids were four and six years old. You were the four. Your sister was the six. What people don't know is that he had a street stock when I was three and my sister was five. And his number was 35 for one year. And that thing was sitting in. Uh, I think he got it off of Justin Pagonis. No. It was by somebody else's shop. It was yeah. like a mechanical shop. My dad saw it and he bought it. It was a piece of crap. It was basically falling apart. He did some work to it. Didn't care where he finished. I think the axle was bent. He ended up rolling it over nice. and like hitting a light pole or something. And it like split in half. Or nice. I don't know. It was a bad wreck. And he's like, I want to do this more. And if only there was a streaming service back then that, that oh. could have, that could have watched where we could watch that back. So. Okay, so the last section here is um, the pay it forward question. So this is going to be the Wyatt Bicycles pay it forward question. Um, everybody knows Weir's machine, Chad Weir's. Chad Weir's also makes bicycles called Wyatt Bicycles, and they are badass bicycles. And so um, I encourage everyone, go to like just Google it, Wyatt Bicycles, W-Y-A-T-T Bicycles. Um, look at the quality the welds are like poetry 
they're like it's just sexy bicycles and you can totally customize them they're not cheap but they are amazing bicycles and so go to white bicycles uh on the internets find them buy them okay so the pay it forward question is my last guest gets to ask you a question and then you get to ask my next guest a question so my last guest was legendary modified driver uh two-time national champion ward emery okay oh my God, dude. I ward? yeah that's actually so crazy that that makes me pretty happy that ward i mean he's a pretty big time racer so he is yeah. a huge time racer so um it was it was i gotta tell you every now and then uh even as long as i've been around and as old as i am i get intimidated to talk to certain people and he was one of those people i took a, I, I had to talk myself in to walking over and shaking his hand and saying, Hey, do you want to be on my show? So, um, so his question to you as it's a video guy question is what, what is the feedback that you get during and after a, a broadcast of dirt race central? When, when you're, when you're on, you know, on camera, what kind of feedback are you getting right then? Whether it's his specific question was how, how, how much do you get attacked when there's a really cool, you know battle going on back here and you're videotaping over here honestly i think viewers are like i don't know i it's a hard question because i don't personally deal with if somebody direct messages drc i'm not the one that sees it sometimes yeah. people have a hard time figuring that out but <laughs> i'm lucky i haven't had very many complaints i, I mean me and my dad would watch drc in the shop and i mean every time i look back and i'm like well if i was at home i would be wanting to watch this yeah but there has been a couple of times where i have been attacked not attacked that wasn't aggressive that was a very stretch out word yeah but i have been talked to about it and um it it sucks but you also have to remind remember to learn that's, man that's one of this many people like obviously right. you want everybody to be happy but that's not always going to work right and I mean, I'm lucky enough where I've had like three rollovers and like multiple like last lap passes that I haven't missed. I haven't missed anything big. When that happens, I guarantee you, Ward, or I don't even know if he's going to watch. Guarantee you, I will have people in my inbox that are just like, why weren't you focusing what on What in the world? How did you my, not get that? My third cousin that lives in two states across the country away from me when he's in 18th out of 24 stock cars. Like, okay, well, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> and, and you and I have talked about it. The very first night that you were my camera guy, we talked about that, that if the battle is for 18th, that's where Kyle's talking. And, and if everybody else is stretched out, you know, with five car links in between them, we're not talking about that. And so uh, you and I, I think work really, really, really well together um, during the Granite City broadcast that I have my monitor in front of me, although you better get me that damn splitter. Mm -hmm. Um, did you get it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. So, so I can have my monitor. And so you and I can be looking at the same exact thing and I can talk about what's happening on DRC as well as talking about what's happening in person. You're listening to my voice. I'm listening. I'm watching what you're videotaping. It just works out beautifully, I think. And so, um, we'll find out because people will tune into the Granite city broadcast now Sundays at six and uh and watch the show and then give us our give us they'll they'll be giving us feedback now both of us so i love feedback like yeah me too. Who, 
as somebody who's learning, who's just starting, if somebody's going to watch part of this, I want them to watch. I want them to listen to this part is I want feedback that's not just, oh, you're my friend. Good job. You did a good job. Yeah. I want you to tell me if I suck. If I suck, I don't care. Like, I, like, I don't know. Oh, you I, get love better. I love it when people like, if, if they, as long as it's not like an attack, as long right. as, you know, could have been doing this better, blah, blah, blah. Appreciate you, whatever. She's like, okay, respect. You know, I appreciate you. I'll take that into consideration. Yeah, yeah. I, I love feedback like that. I just wish that, you know, I wish we could have like a live comment section like during the races or something. I'm <laughs> that, so glad they don't. <laughs> there'd, there'd, be, there'd be a censorship on like everywhere. Yeah, there would have the to asterisk. be for sure. We'd yes. be talking in Morse code with the asterisks in the comment section. It would just be so bad. Oh, um, funny. Okay, so last question here, bud is my next guest is a guy by the name of Daniel Harstead. Do you know Daniel? Street stock driver, number 77, always has a pink car, just like another guy that you know, always has pink on his car. Um, Where was he raised? Um, I think a uh, lot in Fergus, maybe Alexandria, those that kind of area over there. Well, I, I have been to Alex once, and I've never been to Fergus. It's, oh, you got to get there. I don't get up there. I don't yeah, get up yeah. there. So Daniel Harstead is street stock driver. Uh, that's all I'm going to tell you about him. So what would your question, your pay it forward question for random street stock driver be? Man, I don't know. So you said his car was pink and his number is 77, but yeah. I'm going to go completely off of that. And I'm gonna, I want to ask him, like, what is like the biggest, like, what is the biggest uh, adjustment that you can do on your street stock that a lot of people won't know about? Now, you might not want to answer that, but yeah, yeah, no, that's a great question. Spray cars, I'm pretty sure it's packers and stuff like that. Those are like the quick adjustments that really make a difference. You know, modifieds, a lot of it has to do with staggering shocks. But I know street stocks used to have that controversy about the shocks and stuff like that. So I don't, and I don't know anything about them. I really don't. You know, I, I certainly don't know much about the setup of a, uh, I don't know much about the setup of anything other than a, a front wheel drive ice race car, but um, that's a great question, Carter. That and it, If he answers it, we'll be, I will be stunned and amazed if he actually answers it because racers are notoriously secretive about that stuff. But and truthfully, he can answer it just be like, well, stagger. Yeah, there okay. you go. Exactly. Everybody knows about that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a great question. So, um, man, I, I appreciate it. I, uh, I wish we got to work together more, but the weather is either too hot or too wet or, uh, too stupid, uh, for us to grace recently. And so, um, we'll get there though, man. And I, I look forward to being a part of your growth and your, your passion. And, uh, and anytime you want to put that, that GoPro uh, in in the in the shed in the in the tower up there you're more than welcome to do so we got to figure out angles I, well, it, like i need to know that it's there we're not going to do it secretive but i you're more than welcome to put it big things are coming for the tracks that i'm live streaming right we got we got some ben was nice enough to give me some uh, equipment that i can use to make the streams a little bit better and get people nice. more entertained and I'm going full on out. I mean, Granite City, Princeton, Arlington, you guys yeah. better be ready because yeah. it's going to be amazing. We're ready, man. So. I'm excited. So perfect. We'll talk to you soon, bud.
All right. Carter Ace Drake on After the Checkers.